thinking about a career as a public speaker, or maybe thinking about hiring a speaker for your next event, then today's episode is just for you. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to be speaking about speaking. My guest, Carrie Kathleen Heaps, is the founder of a company entitled Book Speak Repeat, and she is a veteran entrepreneur. She is the publisher of Pageant Platform Magazine and the host of the Pageant Platform Podcast, but she is also running this business on helping business owners and helping professionals book speaking engagements, helping meeting planners find the best speakers. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. Lorraine, thank you so much for allowing me to be a guest on your show. I'm very excited to be here and to share some tips with your listening audience. Carrie, it's going to be so much fun, and especially because this is what you do for a living, you know, as an author and as a speaker. I know that you've got a pretty good system for booking those next speaking gigs. And I'm hoping you'll share a few tips with the audience. Absolutely. Just, you know, a couple of quick tips that I like to share with everyone, because I know speaking can be a very daunting journey. The industry has changed so much where nowadays there are more speakers than there are paid engagements. So it is very competitive. And I get asked a lot what can you do to make yourself stand out from the crowd? And, you know, a couple of things that I like to encourage people to do is really encompass your story into your topics and into what you're doing. So we had somebody on maybe a month or two ago who really talked about storytelling. And so I have Alex's take on what a story is. How would you classify for an average speaker? How do they think about their story? Well, I think we all have different stories and we have to figure out a way to put that into our, you know, our topics of what we're going to talk about. Because clearly on the meeting planning side, Lorraine, they're looking for, okay, what can the audience learn? What are some key takeaways? And you always need to have that in a really good topic summary, three to five takeaway format when you are actually approaching a meeting planner. And you want to use your story in your description of the summary of what the topic is about. For example, I talk on body language. And I draw from all of my stories of my recruiting days prior to starting my own business and how I became interested in body language and how it helped me do my job better and how I was able to read and interpret movements and figure out what the candidate was saying without opening their mouth Mm -hmm. and how that can relate and help other business owners making sure that they're hiring the right people. So you have to really find a way to think about your story, jot it down on paper and look at the key takeaways. What is it that about your story that can help other people out there in the business community? And it was implied in the way that you were saying it, but the thing that makes you unique to talk about body language is really how you learned it. So it's not just having the expertise because lots of people can say that they're body language experts, but really how you learned it and how you applied that learning is is really what makes it interesting. It makes it interesting. It makes it easier for the attendees to learn and take away. 
And it also, it's entertaining because it's storytelling. Um, it's not that you're sitting there with a the book, hey, everybody, I'm going to tell you a story, but you're telling them a story about your experiences. And I find, you know, Lorraine, when you're talking about your experiences, when you're talking about the things that have helped you, your, your voice comes alive more and people are mm-hmm. more drawn to what you're saying because they're learning, but they're listening to a story at the same time. You don't want to talk to your talk at your audience. You want to talk to them. You want to have a conversation with them because one of the biggest problems right now in the meeting planning industry is attendee retention, meaning what they learned from your workshop or segment or keynote six weeks later after the event is over, they've completely forgotten about it. So by storytelling, by utilizing stories within your talk, they can draw on, they, people remember stories more than they Mm -hmm. remember facts. So you want to incorporate that storytelling because you want to be memorable. And the more your topic can be memorable, the more chances are the attendees are going to remember and implement what they learned from your segment. You know, that is so true. I was president of an organization and my main role in that job was at the beginning of every meeting was to kind of welcome everybody and sort of kick it off. And I always used just a quick little motivational story. And it's so interesting that people years later, I will run into them and I'm no longer involved in the organization and they still remember the story. They don't remember anything else about the meeting, but they remember the story of my son on the diving board or the golf ball. And it has such a huge impact. It really does. And again, you know, if you utilize your storytelling correctly, I, I draw from my teaching experience with this when, you know, working with children, that if you can make it fun and adults, I think are no different. If you make it fun, you, you tell a good story and you're able to inscribe the lesson into the story, they will remember that. And they will mm-hmm. implement what they've learned a lot easier, especially if, you, mm-hmm. if you're talking to a relatable audience, meaning I, I speak a lot to uh, HR audiences, you know, people who they understand I've been in their position before. I've been in, in hiring and firing and bringing on board the right candidate and what can happen if you don't. So by sharing those stories, I'm relating to my audience and I'm, I'm teaching them at the same time. They're learning through storytelling. Awesome. All right. So let's come at this from a different side. You know, you have the pitch to the meeting planner to make it relevant. What else should I be doing as I'm trying to grow my speaking business, as I'm trying to build an audience for my message? Well, the top five things everyone needs to have, Lorraine, before you kind of go out there and start marketing to meeting planners, you you need to make sure you have your bio up to date. That's our entrepreneurial resume. You know, so if you just won an award or if you spoke at a big conference, make sure you add that to your bio. Those things Mm -hmm. are important. You need to be consistently updating your bio. And if you haven't updated it in the past year, you need to sit down and think, okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to get interviewed on a large media outlet? Do I need to book a really big speaking engagement? Do I need to do some volunteer work? You know, so always be working on your bio. The next thing you need to have is your topics. You want to make sure that you have good, relevant topics. So review your topics every six months and look at what's going on in the marketplace. Look at the news. Look at your industry publications and see where you need to make adjustments or improvements upon your topic. Your summary, which is going to be a few sentences or short paragraph about your topic, you know, what you're going to be talking about. Again, making sure you're including storytelling, that you're including what you're going to be talking about and how that's relevant today. 
So you always mm-hmm. want to be tweaking that as well. And then, of course, your three to five takeaways for each of your topics. So you should have a topic, a summary, and three to five takeaways. So your three to five takeaways are going to be, if I attend your segment, what am I going to be able to walk away and, and implement immediately? You know, what am I going to be able to do by attending your segment? So this is important because meeting planners use the topic summary three to five takeaways exactly as you submit them. They never mm-hmm. change it because by changing one word, it could change the entire context of what someone's going to be learning. So they rely on you to ensure that that's up to date, grammatically correct, and that it's it just sizzles. So the other thing, the last thing that you need is obviously a headshot. Keep your headshots updated. Try to get new photos done. If you can't do it every six months, do it once a year because you want to look like the person who's presenting. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all had that happen where we walk in and the person presenting their pictures from 20 years ago. So you don't want that. So those are the top five things that you want to make sure you have out the door. And then I would say the biggest thing is get interviewed on podcasts, on outlets such as yours, Lorraine. Write articles, get featured in the media. The more you build up your omnipresence, the more people have heard your name, that they've read an article you've penned or they heard you on the radio, the better the chances are that these attendees are going to sign up for your workshop or your keynote. And if you can make it where you surpass their average attendance, you're going to get asked back the next year to present again, because that makes that helps meeting planners so much. But get interviewed. If you take nothing else away from this, get interviewed because speaking is a marketing tool and building building up that presence where people know you, you're going to get that done through media. This is such great information, Carrie. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Lorraine, for letting me come on the show today. Um, again, I'm honored and I hope everybody got some valuable content with the tips that I shared. Well, I'm going to encourage them. If we've whet their appetite and they want to learn more, I really want them to hop over to BookSpeak, repeat.com. There'll be a link in the show notes also so they can check you out and, and listen to your podcast too. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to listen to another episode because they're short. Share them with a friend or leave a review and look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.